Time for us to check in with our Richard Zussman this morning, our global news reporter over in Victoria. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. Okay, so we want to talk more about these rules because I feel like yeah. we have to. Got to make sure the message is hopefully getting through to people out there. But the orders are actually out now so people can read them for themselves. Yeah, they can. So the Provincial Health Office has posted the provincial orders for Metro Vancouver around the restrictions. And there are a few interesting things there. And the big section that stood out to me uh, was around workplaces. And there is now a provincial order in place. And all of these orders date back until Saturday. But, you know, all we had known in essence about the orders, what is what came up in the briefings on Saturday and Monday and what had been tweeted out uh, from Health Minister Adrian Dix. And in terms of workplaces, there now must be a mandatory health check for any employee going in to a workplace uh, in Metro Vancouver. So this does not require people at home, obviously, to do health checks. But if you are going into a workplace, you must be checked. It's mandatory. And the um, employer has the power that if they believe that an individual did not do the self-health check properly, that they can tell them they are not allowed to come into work. And then the other part of this is a guidance that uh, workers start or go back to working from home if they were doing that before or start working from home if they didn't. And obviously that is only for jobs where it is possible to work from home, but there is strong guidance there. And that part of the provincial order occupied a large section of the actual written uh, document. Right. So I did my health check last night in anticipation of coming to work today because our company, Chorus, is doing that. Uh, and it's yes. relatively straightforward. Anybody who's gone to a doctor's appointment or a massage therapy appointment or anything like that has probably already done one of these. Yeah. And I think that's part of a routine. And I imagine that this is something the province is going to be um, passing on, I would expect at some point province-wide as sort of part of what we do. We do it for schools already. So if you go to a school, you are required to do that health check with your kids every day before going to school. So right. it is part of that constant reminder and no doubt will be part of our daily lives until we get the vaccine. Okay. And what about the rules or the clarification for people like in sports and training yeah. and that kind of stuff? Yeah. So the sports one is really interesting. So they're um, is one uh, exemption that has seemingly been put forward. And that is if you are a national level athlete that is accredited by your sports organization, you can continue to travel across health authority boundaries in order to train if you were already doing that training before the order was put in place on Saturday. The other part, and I'm getting a lot of emails about sport because there are still things that are slightly confusing there. If you live in one health authority and you have a practice in another health authority, you cannot legally now, based on this order, travel to that practice. You cannot cross across health authority boundaries. And that would be particularly challenging in some areas of Metro Vancouver, where, you know, you may live in Richmond and in Steveston and have a practice in Delta. You cannot go 
to that practice that is against the rules under the provincial health orders. It also clearly bans anyone, a spectator, which would be a parent, from watching any indoor sports. So that's a, a practice because now we know that any games with contact indoors are now off. So all of right. that clarity, the language is... It's, it's legalese in many ways, but it's very specific now and, and is available on the, the government website and the Provincial Health Office website as well. Okay, let's talk as well about this Labour Relations Board ruling. This was the BC Teachers Federation that had gone to the Labour Relations Board uh, hoping to force the provincial government to essentially do more. Yeah, and, and there is slightly more now, but this is not a huge victory for the BC Teachers Federation. There had been concerns raised in September around tools for transparency and tools to raise concerns in terms of, you know, who is, are, are the rules being followed inside of schools? Are classrooms being properly cleaned? And if a teacher doesn't believe their class is being cleaned, where do they raise that concern? You know, if they believe that, you know, someone's not wearing a mask and should be, where are those concerns raised? And so now there's going to be a troubleshooting mechanism. A third party will review those complaints. Uh, but it, it doesn't solve many of the issues the Federation have, the unions brought forward, uh, which includes, you know, a, a consistent mandatory mask policy. Uh, so we'll have to, you know, obviously it's advocacy work that Terry Mooring, the president of the union and the BCTF will continue to do. This is a first step. The TF are in support of this troubleshooting mechanism. The province is in support of it. So it's a next step in terms of transparency. Mm -hmm. But there are still a lot of issues outstanding for teachers in the school system. Do you think part of the problem here too, Richard, is that people perhaps are not paying as much attention because they feel like this wasn't all properly communicated to them? Yeah, I think that is still part of it, Simi. I was thinking about that yesterday. You know, it was long time ago that the school plan was introduced. It was the middle of July. And so at this point, we really shouldn't be looking back and saying, well, it wasn't well communicated to me in July. So I'm still frustrated with, you know, going about the business. But I think there still is some lingering mistrust in the way in which that school plan was uh, communicated by government uh, to teachers, to administrators, to the public. And uh, we'll see if there's a change uh, in cabinet when uh, John Horgan uh, makes those changes. Uh, you know, Rob Fleming, the education minister, has been the lead on this. Uh, he has gone out and, and the best he can communicated parts of this plan, but it may provide a boost of confidence if there's a change there. It's not necessarily um, an a necessary change, but it could uh, symbol. It could symbolize two things. It could either symbolize a new way of going about things and communicating, but it also could symbolize that we don't think we did a very good job originally and and want to change that. So that's going to be obviously something to watch when the yeah. government introduces its new cabinet. That position is going to be a very important one because there have been a lot of questions around how the plan has worked. Yeah, and so when do you think that cabinet announcement might come? Yeah, so it could come as early as next week and potentially the week after that. So we'll likely get some more clarity on the timing early next week. But uh, we've sort of uh, been told to, to circle dates on calendars next week and then 
uh, the week after that as we look to see where the timing is in terms of MLAs being sworn in, uh, which we're anticipating will be near the end of November, and the logistics of moving uh, potential cabinet ministers around amidst uh, the pandemic uh, to assure that this is done with the strictest safety protocols, but also uh, ensure that it's done in a way that uh, makes it feasible and allows Horgan to, to put his cabinet in place. Okay, lots more to come on that. Richard, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That's Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria, talking about more of these regulations, employee health checks. It's very likely that if you work in Metro Vancouver uh, and you go into the office, your employer is going to have to do this too. Uh, you've been doing it if you go to you know, the doctor's office or massage therapy, and now you're going to have to do it if you go to work as well. We did here uh, to come into work this morning. So, uh, how do you feel about all of that? Are you are you rolling with this? Have you changed what you do, I guess, is the question here, because that's the critical part of this. Because if you're not, if you're continuing on as normal, then we're still going to have a problem here. But if you are cutting things back, then that's good. But I'd love to hear about it as well. Simi at cknw.com.